0: Hello, hello, it's Brooke Devard, and you're listening to the Naked Beauty Podcast. I have a very real podcast host in front of me, uh, Joy Marie. She hosts Job Logs, which is a extremely popular podcast how do you describe it
1: it's a career podcast for young professionals we tend to attract a lot of diverse millennial women okay. um which we love So yes. you know just helping you navigate your day-to-day work life okay that's pretty much the show <laughs> and i'm
0: i'm like a millennial diverse woman yeah. uh, in a corporate job so i'm i'm right in target and i love the show um Thank you. but you're like the real real deal i met you at a it was like a spotify podcast podcasting
1: event yeah event. that's right
0: um and you mentioned that you did job blogs, and I was like, oh my gosh! Of course I know it. It's always on the front page of iTunes.
1: Oh, thank you. Yeah.
0: So like, imagine my embarrassment that like my setup barely works. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know, <stop. laughs> we're recording here at my home in Chelsea, and Which uh, is
1: beautiful, by the way.
0: Thank you, Stunning. thank you. But yeah, you but you work full time. Mm-hmm, so I do. you and then you find time to do your podcast one.
1: I do weekends, weeknights, okay. like
0: literally every other hour of the day. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah,
1: but I mean that's cool because my marketing job really kind of comple. What I'm mm-hmm. doing with the podcast, and I learn a lot there that I apply to the right. podcast, and vice versa. Actually,
0: yes, so it's it's worked. It's interesting because your podcast is so much about career advice and job advice, mm-hmm. and so you kind of like have to have a full time job to like yeah. legitimize giving that advice. Yeah, but, but in a way, I don't think that you do? Do you think you need to?
1: I do right now. And I've said that to a couple of people who've been like, why don't you just like branch out and do the podcast full time? Well, first of all, I don't know how I'd be making money doing a podcast full time. (laughs) I know you can relate. Um, But secondly, yeah, I mean, I think like in order to be relevant and Mm -hmm. give people, you know, advice and and also our podcast isn't really about talking at people. It's about experiencing the career hurdles and triumphs right alongside our listeners. So I think it is important to still be in the workforce and like experiencing everything,
0: everything in real Mm -hmm. time. Yeah. So one of your recent episodes, um, you talked about kind of style and fashion and how to dress in a corporate setting. It was a really interesting, uh, episode and discussion. How important do you think it is, uh, the way you present yourself at work versus your overall performance and output?
1: Yeah. So, you know, if you would have asked me that maybe three, four years ago when Mm -hmm. I was kind of like entry level or, you know, a couple years in the workforce, I would have said not so important. But now that I'm kind of middle, you know, mid mid management, manager level, um, I think it's incredibly important because I'm starting to pay attention to who is getting promoted, who's landing opportunities, who's literally making more money. And it is people who are just sort of like well-dressed, well-carried, and present well, period. And so I don't think it's it's singularly about style or looks, but I think it's about the whole package. The whole package. Of just being confident, you know, mm-hmm. looking great, presenting really great, presenting really confidently, mm-hmm. and kind of like owning yours, you know yes. what I mean?
0: Yes. Do you think that that can compensate for a, a lack of, like, do you think you can look the part but not Deliver the results and still get far? 200%,
1: yes. Wow. Yeah, I think there are a lot of people out there that kind of walk the part, act the part, look amazing, talk Interesting. the talk and don't really get that much done. But because of their presence right. and um, because of their relationships, too, candidly, right? Right, you know, right, you right. Because they can't not like, do
0: work and not have relationships. Of course. But
1: because of their relationships and because of their presence, they're just a little bit more likable. So...
0: That's really interesting. So basically, to get ahead in your career, you could like take classes on professional development and yeah. how to make a great PowerPoint, or you could get a tailor and get yeah. you know, a great haircut <laughs> and use that to kind of get ahead.
1: Yeah. I mean, look, you know, I'm not going to say just the style right, right. piece, but the personality and the relationships have to go right alongside with mm. it. And I've seen people kind of pursue both paths. I've seen people put their heads down and do a lot of work. Yep. Work is great, but if you're not promoting yourself, if you're not getting out there and interacting with other people people you're never gonna get promoted like people need to know you're doing the work so um I you know I'm not I don't think I'm a strong advocate of one approach over the other but I do notice Mm -hmm. especially in corporate environments that kind of the better um You put yourself together, the better Mm -hmm. styled you are, the more confident you are, and the more you spend very intentional time in building relationships, not like transactional networking, but actually building relationships with your colleagues, the further ahead you get.
0: Right. One of the things that I worry about, I guess, is especially for young people entering the workforce today, how do they learn how to dress how do they learn how to present themselves because if you watch tv for like quote-unquote work is not really how you should be coming into any office and I wonder what examples there are out there to kind of even learn how to put yourself together if you don't know
1: yeah no I think that's incredibly hard and I'm actually still learning it I'm 29 Mm -hmm. I've been working since I was like 20 um I'm still learning that and I think Especially for a lot of people of color, people Mm -hmm. who didn't grow up in environments where they had, you know, whether it's parents or family or role models who kind of came up in corporate or whatever work environment you're pursuing, it's difficult. And so I think some of the best ways to learn are to just like sort of study Mm -hmm. um, people that you kind of aspire to be. Right. So, you know, if it's mentors or even if it's figures that you don't know personally. Like Olivia right? Pope.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh, Olivia <laughs> Pope.
1: But like really when I say study, I mean it's not just the study of the outfits and right. how you put it together, but it's like the textures, right? Mm. It's the jewelry. It's how mm-hmm. they accessorize. And if you, you start to notice patterns, um, I know for myself in corporate, it took a while to learn that like Yes, I love colorful statement necklaces and statement mm-hmm. pieces, but those aren't always the most appropriate in a corporate environment.
0: Does Do it, want, yeah, okay, continue. I
1: mean, you, they're appropriate if you dress them the right way. I feel like that's yes. why you're probably hesitating, right? Yeah,
0: I always hesitate about any hard and fast rule because yes. it all depends it's it's all about the context right yes yeah
1: and that's how you put the whole, whole thing, thing together, together. But that's something yeah. I had to learn right right it's like, right so if it's going to be a really bright bold statement piece how do you package that together together yeah so that the whole look feels and looks really great in a professional setting right so I agree like I don't think there are hard and fast yeah. rules but I think um I know from my personal experience I struggled a lot with like you know, like the H&M buys or the Forever 21 buys, oh you got to look at the materials because yeah. if it's super light or see-through and, like, you know, your bra underwire yeah. is kind of yeah. showing through yeah. or, you know, I'm sort of a, a largely endowed woman when it comes to... <laughs> you have beautiful curves. You have the beautiful backside. curves, yeah. I had to learn how to um, make sure that that wasn't, like, so, so in your face or like right. too in your face right. in the workforce, so... You know, wearing the right undergarments and mm-hmm. things like that. And I'm still i I'm still learning, yeah. to be honest. I
0: mean, I think everyone is still learning. I don't think anyone arrives to a point where they're like, this is it, this yeah. is my peak style. Yeah. I think one of the things that helped me tremendously was when I completely, like, swore off Cold Turkey, Zara, H&M, Sorry. Forever 21. Mm-hmm. Because you go in, the mannequins in the front look great, you see a bunch of stuff that you want to put on immediately and wear right now, but I've moved, like... I've moved three times mm-hmm. in the past five years, and every time it comes to getting rid of stuff, it's always, always that stuff. That's there's a there's a there's a pattern. It's like the kind of like shinier and prettier it is in the moment. The less staying power it has, and so it's like it's not fun to buy, you know, a gray cashmere turtleneck. But sometimes that's going to be the piece that yeah. is going to be the most versatile for you. Well,
1: what are your like investment pieces? Because I, so my dad is a huge shopper, and I feel like men, really, men can't play when it comes to work because, yes. like you know, suits and shoes yes, and yeah, everything. You yeah. pay a little bit more mm-hmm. attention the dress shirts and everything. What does your dad do? He works in the U- he works at the UN actually. Oh, um, but that's cool. he is in Europe. He's based in Europe and so obviously he's exposed to a little bit more of Italian fashion oh my god French yeah. fashion
0: and they they're very serious about yeah. the cut they and the material yeah they yeah know what
1: they're talking yeah. about and so he's always told me like quality not quantity and mm-hmm. I, I haven't listened yet I think I'm about <laughs> to start I'm about to turn 30 I think I'm about to start but what are your like investment pieces what are the things you'll spend a little bit more money on
0: So I had the privilege of going to all of the Ralph Lauren sample sales when Mm -hmm. I worked there. Mm -hmm. So I just kind of loaded up on everything. Jackets, sweaters, pants, bags, shoes. I don't think you necessarily have to spend more money to get good quality pieces. You just have to have the patience. Some people don't like shopping. I love, like, throw me in a consignment store on the Upper East Side. I will wade through all of the racks. A lot of people don't have the patience. Yeah, to do that
1: so I'm not there yet but I think I feel like what I'm starting to observe are like for myself bags shoes yes. and then jewelry yeah. I think like really spending the time and energy there and, and to your point it's not about the money but it's just about like even finding a quality piece on sale yes I think that's where I want to start to shift my focus a little yes. bit and hopefully that'll kind of elevate my work.
0: <laughs> your style is great I mean your style is great I'm yeah. sure that at work, at work you look great as well I think shoes is one thing that I was investing in, but in the wrong way i was spending mm-hmm. money on high heels and mm-hmm. they're painful yeah and i don't like wearing them yeah so now i've started investing in really good flats okay which feels like i don't want to spend all of this money on a boring flat shoe yeah. but when you think about how much you wear it they always yeah. say like think about cost per wear right if you right. like calculate the cost per wear it's worth investing in a really beautiful ballet flat yeah. or like a sturdy yeah, yeah 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 so I think those are like kind of the places that you can that you can focus right, right. focus on. Okay, cool. So work stuff aside, I went to Crown Heights for the first time on Saturday. Nice. I know welcome, you. I, welcome. That's my new hug. your new neighborhood. <laughs> I, bet, yes. I went. I got uh, crochet braids done for the first time. Oh, I love it. They look great. Thank you. It took a very long time to get there. I made the mistake of taking an Uber, which was extremely expensive. Yes. Um, and then I took the train back, and it was easy and two dollars and 50 cents yeah. which is always great but you just moved into a new place I did which is so exciting mm-hmm. and so now I live with my husband but mm-hmm. I remember when I first moved into my very own place it was like this extremely exciting opportunity to yeah. figure out like who am
1: I yes I'm totally there <laughs>
0: what are the spaces like the excitement of being able to decorate a place exactly how you want it great. is just one of the best things yes. Tell me, wait. tell me about, have you thought about your, I would call it like a boudoir, but like the area that you get dressed and ready? I
1: have, I have. So I um, got a two bedroom by nice. myself because, Love that. you know, my, my family's abroad and okay. so when they come to visit, I want them to have a place yes. to stay for a couple of weeks. And I have like some really cute exposed brick happening which Ooh. is very Brooklyn and very like yeah in line with my personality too. So in my bedroom I actually took the smaller room because it has a bit more of the exposed brick. Okay. There's a little alcove with exposed brick oh, and nice. so there isn't, you know, this is very New York, very Brooklyn. If you're from the area, you know what I'm talking about. They slice and dice these apartments. So the storage is not necessarily what I'd want. Like yeah. You don't have the right closet space, but there's an alcove. And mm-hmm. so I bought sort of a freestanding um, pipe Rack, and so okay. I'm setting uh, up kind of like a clothing rack and a nice, dresser, nice and a plant and a mirror, and that's kind of the direction nice. I'm going. I've only been there a couple of weeks, so nice. it's still a work in progress. So you can kind
0: of see. yeah and yes. On that rack, are you going to hang the clothes that you actually wear, or like the display? A display, of all course. The way. Okay. All got it, it. Got it. Got I it. Mean, <laughs> like,
1: already, I can tell this about yeah. myself in my new space. I'm very like much serious about walking in and being energized. Yes. In space around me. So Yes. My whole living area is already curated so that it's beautiful it's not necessarily functional but I like to walk in
0: yeah it's about the vibe
1: by it yeah Yeah, so that's it's it's gonna be look it's gonna be a combination okay a little bit of jewelry hanging from it I got some cute um container like items from the container store so I have some jewelry container store
0: is so essential some head
1: wraps because I love the prints and patterns and they kind of remind me of you know African kind of my Ghanaian roots and everything are you from
0: Ghana I am oh that's so cool have you read homegoing
1: I have not so I've heard good. so much about it yeah. yeah I went to school with her oh did
0: you really yeah. oh my yeah. god it's an amazing book okay it's about slavery though and mm. so of course it's extremely sad yeah and when I finished it I was kind of like I, I need to pause on slave content for, for a, a minute for a minute I need a
1: minute yeah, yeah. oh it's my
0: just, gosh it's painful okay it's painful okay. but it's amazing it. I'm gonna do it I've heard so many read good it. things read it
1: amazing have
0: you done 23 and me no the like DNA no. test no. thing no
1: but I mean also like I feel like I could trace direct, like, my parents both came to the U.S. in the 70s for college, so I'm hoping there aren't surprises, but our last name is also Parker, so mm. <laughs> you never know.
0: <laughs> you should do it. I should do it. You should right? do it. Okay. You should do it. i into it. Have you been to Ghana? I have, yeah, a couple What's of times. What's it like?
1: Oh, it's amazing. Um you know, you can definitely go to Cape Coast and check out the slave castles and everything. And that's, that is definitely an experience. Right. Um, but it's beautiful. It's, it's such a diverse and rich country. I mean, you have the city, you have the suburbs, you have the countryside.
0: How do people dress there? And who's famous in Ghana that's also famous here? Like, is Beyonce really famous in Ghana? Or could you walk down the street there and no one would care?
1: Um, so... Yeah, everyone who's famous sort of this direction, Western civilization, I'd say is pretty much famous there too. I can't, I haven't been there in years, so I'd hesitate to say... Like, who's famous there? But I know, like, I'm very newly connected as I've been getting older. I mean, I grew up mostly in the States, but as I've been getting older, I've getting, been getting more connected to sort of my African roots, mm-hmm. and I'm kind of into the Afrobeat scene now. Okay, oh, And a lot awesome. of those artists, um, either from Nigeria or Ghana, that sort of West Coast are gaining a lot of notoriety and popularity they are. over yeah. here. So Wizkid is a Nigerian example that's kind of blowing up. I mean, he was on a Drake single Yes, recently. yeah. Um, you know there are a lot of artists that are sort of blowing up and that warms my heart yeah um, but yeah I mean a lot of I think what makes me a little bit sad is a lot of fashion trends yeah. that I note as originating from Ghana Is a lot of sort of like kente cloth prints mm-hmm. and patterns mm-hmm. a lot of the head wraps we're seeing um I would say even a lot of the textures we see in mainstream and commercial stores, I know originate in Ghana, but those designers aren't getting that credit. Of course. So it's a little tough to deal with, Mm -hmm. but I'm glad that the influence is is so pervasive either way because it's, you know, it's putting us on the map. But at the same time, it's like, "Ah, we need to to work (laughs) on why, why this is happening. Do you
0: have an issue with a white woman wearing like a kente cloth or like an African print outfit?
1: hmm this is an interesting question because i recently discovered that ed sheeran has a song in tree which is the godian oh. language
0: interesting
1: yes on his new album and have you
0: listened to it, is it is it's his, a good
1: song okay it's
0: annoyingly addictive. <laughs> you're like it's damn you group
1: chat, like what is happening um here's the thing i don't I don't mind other people immersing themselves in cultures. I don't think that in and of itself is appropriation. Mm-hmm. I think we all learn from each other. I think what I struggle with is when you have white folks or people who are not of, you know, a certain culture or background kind of like immersing themselves into a culture and then they become mainstream and popular and that credit doesn't go back. That credit, those dollars, the, you know, yeah. Like, all of that doesn't go back to that culture. It's mm-hmm. not invested back into that community. And I guess that's what I struggle with.
0: Yes. So I can give you a very uh, pointed example of this. I was talking to my husband about Paris' burning and voguing. Mm-hmm. And I was, we kind of talked about the documentary. Yep. And he was like, oh, yeah, Madonna started this. And I was like, right. God, like, Fail. no, like, yes. stop it. He was like, yeah. No, and I'm like, uh, he was, like, showing me the video. I was like, please close that YouTube yes. link like I'm <laughs> fully aware of what voguing is and it started from like yeah. black uh, Latino gay men in like the New York yeah. club scene like Madonna took it and then made yeah. it mainstream exactly. so there's so many people but do you think that African Prince will ever reach a point where people won't know that it came from Africa I mean I guess it could I think
1: we're already there to be honest wow I've seen I mean you see like we were talking about Forever 21 and H&M I see you know the prints and patterns all the time there mm-hmm. You know, people give them cute names, the Shirley, the whatever. And it's just like, what? The Shirley. Like, where's the right, credit right. here? And- the, only
0: th- the only reason why I have a hard time with the whole appropriation thing is because if I wore a kimono-inspired mm. robe as a black woman, would people look at me with a side eye? Probably not. It's almost mm. like if you are already a minority, the kind of style world is your path. oyster. Yeah. Like You can yeah. sample and pick from anyone you want. Yeah. But if you're white, you're not allowed to experiment with other looks, right? Like even Beyonce kind of sometimes does some like Hinduism, Indian inspired That's looks. That's
1: true, but would, okay. So I would argue this, the likelihood of you making that kimono mainstream and popular is a little bit less than like, you know the Kardashians having everyone talking about cornrows now,
0: that's right? A
1: trend, and I guess that's that's the part I struggle with again. Like, I don't think it's wrong, right? And I, I'm fine with it, I don't have a problem with white folks or whoever kind of like borrowing from other cultures. I guess I just have a problem with when, um, you know, we're not giving credit and acknowledging folks who originated right. that right. style or that trend. Um, And then more specifically, when those dollars are not going back to those communities, I guess that's what I struggle with.
0: Yeah, that makes that makes perfect sense. Okay, so we were talking about (laughs) we were talking about your space and your like bathroom dressing room. I think it's. For me, half of the fun of going to an event is getting ready, Mm. and I love to be alone and get ready. I don't have that luxury all the time, (laughs) but you know, you light some candles, you lay everything out. When you're going out for something that you're getting dressed up for, what's your setup?
1: Okay, so I'm not going to tell lies on you. Okay. I am not, I have not been good with this before. (laughs) Okay, tell me more. I'm I'm kind of like a throw it together last minute type of girl. I'm not gonna lie. Kind of a roll out of the bed, figure out what I have. Um, To your point, like I am stylish because I have an artistic core. So I I went to design school and everything. So I'm like, I'm stylish in that way. But I'm I'm figuring it out with my appearance and my wardrobe and beauty and everything. So it's kind of a new space for me. Um, And so I don't really have that ritual yet. I think more than likely, like if you're if you're fly on the wall in my apartment on a Friday night and I'm getting ready to go out, my Afro beats are
0: blasting. Nice. Um, you have to give me some song recommendations, by oh the my way. God, I
1: have a whole playlist okay. on Spotify. Okay, please send share it yeah. with you. Um, Afro beats are blasting. Candles are lit. Okay, I'm, nice. I'm like, dancing in my undies. Um, I'm rummaging through my clothes <laughs> to figure out like what I have and what looks good, and kind of just throwing things together, kind of like last minute.
0: Yeah, I like think
1: that's, honestly. <laughs> that's like a that's that's
0: like a way to do it and sometimes mm-hmm. the more calculated and deliberate you make it, it stops becoming fun because yeah. you're kind of like you, you give yourself so much time to figure it out and then yeah. like, you start second guessing yourself and then yeah. by the time you walk out the door you're like eh yeah. okay. I
1: will say I've gained a lot of weight um, in recent months and so that's been challenging for me where I find myself shopping now for like what fits and looks good so mm. you know I'm working on it I'm getting back in the gym and focusing on my diet but I realized I got to a point where like I was starting to shop based on like what fits what's gonna look good versus like what my actual style is Interesting. and so it really helped for me to reach out about a year ago to stylist friend um Kelly Augustine she's on Instagram and everything we had her on a past episode of the podcast and have her come in and do like a closet audit okay. and like, talk to me I pinterested like what my actual style was in my mind and then have her actually take a look at my clothes and be like girl like
0: oh, wow. you're saying
1: you dress this way but interesting that's what I'm interesting
0: you're, this, you're the second person. I mean, Claire, who was um, my last guest on the podcast, was saying she hired an image consultant mm-hmm. to come in yeah. and figure out. So reaching out for professional help. It, oh, yeah. Yeah, interesting. Yeah.
1: Especially, like, you know, we have shows, we have podcasts, like, starting to kind of get um, out into the public eye a little bit more. And I'm an introvert at heart. Yeah. So though I share a lot of my life on social, I'm, I have anxiety about that. So, you know, just thinking more about, like, how I appear and making sure that, the brand and this whole career thing that Mm -hmm. I'm like talking about people actually believe mm-hmm. in my appearance and that I'm not just, like, sort of casually throwing things together all the I time. I see. Okay.
0: You know? So she did an audit. She looked at your Pinterest page, and mm-hmm. then she helped you, what, like, throw stuff out? Yeah,
1: so she helped me. She actually um, sized me with a measuring tape, which yes. was huge because I think we get so stuck on size The label, labels. yes, of course. And yeah. you really have to find things that work for your body. Absolutely. And that's not standardized. Yeah. So she helped me figure out what you know my sizes look like at different brands and she mm. she really helped me figure out how to shop mm. both online and in person and so that was about a year ago and I'm actually gonna work with her again this weekend because um, it's time to just update that a bit
0: but, that's awesome yeah that
1: that just like that year it just helped me figure out how to like pick a couple pieces and also like stuff that she shopped for me was very different than what I would have picked up for myself mm-hmm. but when it showed up I was like I love this right and so it kind of opened my mind a bit more to alternative styles accessories um and places that I could shop to kind of achieve my style goals
0: interesting I wonder how much your beauty look plays a role in that because as a black woman I change my hair all the Mm -hmm. time and it's like you know when you have like a big curly fro thing going that's a different different outfits are needed for that look versus when you have like a sleeker look yeah so did Have you thought at all about how your beauty, how the way your beauty is changes what you're wearing? Yeah, a little bit because I actually You'll know real when you get it. It will say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like a gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialists experts real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience so when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee shop with confidence every inch stitch solen logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection that's how you know ebay's got your back
1: actually just made an appointment with my weave lady to get like oh. a very long
0: flowy like oh gosh okay weave situation Love it.
1: for those of you listening right now I'm like donning like a curly crochet yes. braid fro yes and I've been doing that for about a year and you're
0: natural right
1: I am natural yeah. so yes I've been doing either natural or natural looks mm-hmm. natural protective styles for over a year so when I met with Kelly a year ago that was like what we were doing mm-hmm. now I'm going back to kind of the straight look and that's and I have thought about that that's going to be like a different right kind of wardrobe right um so I have thought about it yes do I have the answer
0: (laughs) are you prepared for all of the annoying questions in the office
1: oh my god can I tell you a story so one day I um I think I'd had braids in a couple weeks previously and I switched over to a weave and I'm walking into work and um this girl like it's like hey like my roommate and I were at home talking about like you guys's hair like,
0: <laughs> you guys's you guys hair no you she mostly wear weaves right no like, yes. she
1: didn't yes she did yes, a white she... girl yes yes did I need to <laughs> she yes. said
0: me and my roommate were talking yes. about you guys' hair and you yes. guys mostly wear weaves yeah
1: and like okay posed it as a question but was kind of saying it as a statement
0: and I was
1: like oh uh like I feel like I was so stunned in that
0: moment <laughs> that I didn't even know
1: yeah how to respond there's, to
0: that. there's always some moments you play back in your head and you're like if I could have just gone right. back in time yes oh my
1: god I would have had all these things to say but yeah so I mean most of my coworkers are pretty <laughs> cool about
0: it I mean, there are the odd few but white women have the hair ex- I mean hair, it, right. it's not like a black right. thing
1: absolutely Absolutely.
0: Wow. Yeah, some absolutely. of it though, I try to be optimistic and mm-hmm. I think some of it is just like a natural curiosity I do and interest so, yes. that yeah. they, maybe it's coming from like a genuine place of, oh, absolutely. yeah. And
1: I've had coworkers earnestly ask me and, you know, even in, in, tones that I might find a little bit annoying, but I'm happy to answer <laughs> because I get it. Like the intention there is really to just, you're curious right, right. and like, so really what is that and how did you go from straight to curly and I get it like it's fine (laughs) Um, I just think there's probably a little bit more respectful way to position those questions and you never want to like normalize your appearance and make people Everyone that's different from you feel other. I think that's really what it's. Yes, going to do. definitely. And you switch
0: it up quite a bit. I do. Yeah, I love the I braids
1: you just had.
0: Thank going. you, thank you. Yeah, yeah I, I'm all about. I think some people assume that going natural means it's the end yeah. of having fun with my hair, and I'm yeah. just going to be like twisting my hair up with cocoa butter, right. and, <laughs> you know, like just in braids. Like, yeah, natural hair is. I think it's really funny actually how in the natural hair community weaves are just called protective styles, right? right. That's, like. that's like. That's okay. like the woke wave of that's being like, a, like you have a weave in. <laughs> right. That's fine. Call it what it is. Call, Call it what it, it, pro- it pro- is. <laughs> protective style yeah. weave. But I do think that one thing that I'm very happy about is I really wanted to color my hair mm. and I talked to my mom about it and she's always been the one that's like, don't color your hair, it's going to damage mm. it. So she was like, why don't you just get weave extensions crochet braids mm-hmm. whatever and experiment with color that way yeah. so that's so that's, that's what i did yeah i think that I think it's nice feel it out you know so exactly if you like it exactly work, so exactly you
1: can ramp it up ramp yeah. it down a bit
0: yeah mm-hmm. i think it's one of the coolest things about black women and our yes. appearance that we can change our hair all the time absolutely yeah why not <laughs> yes and so you're new to kind of beauty and yes. you're getting into skincare and yes. makeup let's start with skincare then we'll okay. go to makeup <laughs> Tell me the three products that you're really obsessed with at the moment.
1: Okay, so I took pictures of these. Okay, amazing. Um, so I would say like number one, and I think a lot of black women in the back would agree with me, coconut oil. Of course. I put coconut oil on everything. Yes. Hair, skin, um, in the winter, my skin was drying out a bit, so I needed something that was a little bit more moisturizing, had that oily component. So coconut oil has been a huge go-to and I absolutely love it. It comes on,
0: it comes up every episode on this podcast, white, black, Asian, everyone's obsessed with coconut oil. I know. I, I, love, you it. I love it. Do you cook with it?
1: I do. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I do. I and mean, you can literally use it for everything. everything. It yeah. is phenomenal. Yes. Um, my second product that I'm really into is my Clinique Sonic System.
0: Ah, yes. the little electronic yes. brush thing. Right. Okay. For,
1: and I know not everyone's skin texture... Um, works with it. I know some people have really sensitive skin where it kind of irritates it gets it, irritated, but, yeah. Yeah, so I use it with my cleanser. How often shower. do you use it? I use it every day, pretty much. Yeah. Um, I might go, like, like some weekends I might go without it. Mm-hmm. Um, every day, every other day or so, but at least, like, five. five. Yeah, your skin day, looks kind of, great. Like, oh, good, thing. Yeah, I yeah, think... I'm working on it.
0: I think so much of it is figuring out what works for you.
1: Absolutely. So
0: many people over-exfoliate and they're like, oh, I've just been following... It's like, there's no directions. You have mm. to really just study your own skin and yeah. figure out what works. So if you're using it two days in a row and you're yeah. realizing that your skin's having a bad reaction, just stop using it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Do you, um, have you done the whole dermatologist thing? I don't know why oh, I
0: haven't gone. I I'm to- obsessed with my dermatologist. Yes. Really? I have yes. never been to
1: a dermatologist. Okay.
0: You have to go to Dr. Elena Jones. Okay. Which Which health insurance do you have? Do you have United? I have United, yeah. Okay. She's uptown black woman. Amazing. Oh, I love that. She is amazing. Yes. Give okay. me her deeds I will. after this. She's like, great. I
1: need to see one because I've kind of been just sort of self-prescribing things
0: but i think it's yes. time because
1: i have oily skin and i want to know like what works exactly for i'm my skin.
0: you're going to love her and one of the things that i do i actually just saw her two weeks ago <laughs> i bring a full list of questions mm-hmm. like i i make the most of my appointment time so i'm like you know what foods are the worst for your skin mm-hmm. what should i be avoiding this is the eye cream i'm using is it any good is it mm-hmm. worth the money this this I'm thinking about getting a facial should I even bother spending money on this oh wow and she gives it to you straight okay. and she gives product recommendations
1: yeah yeah okay because you know what like I am new to this one of the things that I even struggled to learn same with natural hair is like what even are the steps for, like, the skincare? <laughs> no seriously yeah it's like because I mean once you know you're like moisturize mm-hmm. tone you know like or cleanse moisturize tone like but how do you learn that like what night creams do you use? When do you use them? Like what's the anti-aging stuff? So I would love just a basic like skincare one. You're
0: you're like in your infancy. I'm like so excited for you to like (laughs) go down this rabbit hole of like, Skincare, okay. Yes,
1: um, okay. And then my last one that I use for priming actually is the Hourglass Veil oh, Mineral yeah. Great Primer. Great product. Great product. My, like I said, I have oily skin, mm-hmm. so I like like a little bit lighter coverage. And I don't really do foundation anymore. Mm-hmm. I'll do um, a little bit of concealer. Yeah, I'll foundation I feel like
0: is a sham. Like what's foundation like? You have concealer yeah. to cover up dark spots or if you have blemishes. But then what's the, con- I don't know. I just. I
1: guess for like a, a beat beat. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. For that, full, foundation for that full, of <sighs> course. But it doesn't work for me like during the workday. Yeah. It just full, starts to like, yeah. cake. it's not a good situation. Yeah. And so. the girls
0: on YouTube are on YouTube, right? I think people need to realize that. Yeah, it's not. Like
1: a one hour video. Right. And then they're taking it off. Yeah. But you know you gotta think about what works in the streets and up close in person exactly
0: too. exactly so,
1: yeah those are my three but I'm excited for RECO's if you guys have any mm. I've been listening to the podcast I'm new to this so yeah i learning
0: no the hourglass I'm happy you reminded me about that mm-hmm. product because sometimes I skipped the primer step but when you oh, do know. it it smooths your pores and it
1: has SPF too just a little bit but oh it, it has makes SPF a difference. yeah okay a huge difference.
0: and you wear sunscreen every day right that's gonna be the first thing the dermatologist asks you you have to really it's so I know because we think we've even, we have, with, we have, melanin,
1: even yeah. with melanin even with melanin it's
0: so important Okay. it's like the most important skincare step
1: seriously
0: the most important okay yeah
1: thanks
0: yeah okay. <laughs> and it's hard I think also with brown skin to find a sunscreen that's not like a chalky white yes
1: or like super heavy um, so
0: I love um, Murad they have an okay. amazing sunscreen that okay. I recommend um, but yeah definitely SPF okay now, okay. So we talked about the products that you really love. Yes. What are the products or trends that you really hate?
1: Okay, so I'm going to caveat this by saying, all of the trends I really hate, I, I had to think long and hard about this when you posed this question. <laughs> okay. I was like, what is it that I hate? And I wanted to be like, like overly contouring and all of that, which I'm sure you've heard a ton yeah. on the show. Um, but I guess everything that I really hate is rooted in. Trends that kind of don't celebrate your unique ethnic and, like, cultural identities.
0: Interesting.
1: So, I hate color contacts.
0: Oh, God. I
1: absolutely... I am, like, on the campaign to end color contacts permanently. Well, they're
0: kind of, they're they're scary because you're looking at someone in the eye,
1: and you know it's not their eyes. And I know Crystal talks about this all the time on the read, so we are sisters in that. I hate color contacts, but it's not just about the context. It's really about, like, I think when you're trying too much to project an identity that's not really your own. Sure. That's where I have an issue.
0: But couldn't you say the thing about straight weave?
1: I mean it's straight attached to a specific like cultural or true ethnic. i true. don't think that's like unique i mean i don't know so it's not in isolation so i'm gonna say color contour. okay i'm gonna say i am gonna say overly contouring yeah because i'm a girl with a negro nose to beyonce <laughs> right and i think that a lot of the mainstream images that we see in the media project like Eurocentric feature you know this the pointy nose straight mm-hmm. nose certain types of eyes certain types of lips and mouths and now you know like big lips are getting more popular hips are getting popular but you know as a black woman right. I grew up with that and got yeah. made fun of right you know right. got made fun for right. having the big lips right. the big so I don't know I think that trends that kind of promote not being yourself even in the natural hair community right like
0: if you're trying
1: super hard to create a natural hair texture that, that you do not have that's not yours girl. right okay it's not let's yours. talk about that
0: <laughs> the trend that I hate in the natural hair community is like when you take like a glob of gel and you like shingle yes. it through your hair yes. to create this texture that you don't it's have and it looks but a but hot mess as
1: yours. like we know you, right. we, we don different hairstyles all the time. Right. There's nothing wrong with that. But when you're trying to... When you won't leave the house without the contoured face yes. and the glob of gel to project a certain texture that's not, not yours, I think that starts to tap into like some kind of like identity issues. Yes. Um, so I don't know. I might be reading too deeply into it, but those are some things I hate. The the third I would say that really drives me nuts is like the sharpie eyebrows. Ooh. Like... Ladies, if you if it is like a straight and hard line, and it is like black, and the you know the contrast between your skin and the eyebrow is like night and day, it's too much.
0: It's too much. It's too much. It's too much. I think it's hard though because of the popularity of all these beauty bloggers Mm. and YouTubers, people start to lose touch with reality. They don't realize. In the real world, all of us humans have a very different look going on. Exactly. And you're looking at yourself through your front-facing camera right. and taking a picture for Snapchat. Right. And it's, it's not translating. It's, totally different. Yeah. it's not translating. Yeah. Are there women that you look up to in terms of their beauty look that you think have a really good...
1: Yeah, so you know, I actually am like obsessed with this kid, Justine Skye. She's okay. a child. But, okay. You know, she's an up-and-coming singer. I think she's like nineteen or twenty. Yeah, I've heard of I her. I like her because she's she's dark-skinned, like me, um, and. I think she she just dons a lot of like really natural looks. Mm-hmm. Um, she does like lots of glossy looks. Just purple hair, which that's cool you know, is, is not. But that's something cool. I'm going to be doing, but, but yeah. I, yeah, She's but an Niles. artist. Yeah. yeah, she's an artist, so she can get away with it. But I just love that she's kind of like authentically herself. I find that I do gravitate to um, figures that are kind of like human in their interaction yeah. or at least in how they present i love elaine Walter Roth from teen vogue yeah. i love Bozoma saint john from uh, apple love like, her i just i love human women yes. who look good dress great but are so they feel practical and yes I yes don't know if they actually are but they feel that
0: way. <laughs> well bosoma is so interesting to me because she's you know corporate America mm-hmm. you know what's her what's her um title at Apple she's like the head she's,
1: of yeah the head of global music marketing yes something. she's she's music at Apple and she's like the head boss over there
0: I love that she brings her full self to work yes like the big hair yeah. the the fabulous outfits yes. the lipstick the whole look yeah exactly and she's not toning it down for anyone
1: exactly and that's worked so well for her she was like that at Pepsi I actually had the opportunity to work with oh, her really on a past panel and she was like that at Pepsi before too Um, And yeah, she's Ghanaian too. So I I really relate and I kind of identify with her. But yeah, I mean, I just, I love women who are themselves and Mm -hmm.
0: who,
1: I think it's it's women who wear their confidence as their strongest asset, to be honest.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Is there anything from culture in Ghana, like in terms of a beauty trend Mm -hmm. that you have tried here? Like, I know, have you ever done threading? No, well, I've done I think it. one time I okay. rise, right. Well, um, no, no, no. The for hair. No,
1: okay. I haven't. I've done it. Oh, you have. Yeah, I haven't. No. Um, I think there are a lot of trends from Ghana that have influenced me. I mean, I love the head wrap. I mm. love.
0: Can that. you talk to me about the head wrap? Like, the what's head the right? Wrap. What's the right way to wrap to do a head wrap?
1: I don't think there's a wrong way. I okay. think. Um, you know I think depending on your style you can you can do an updo it's the same as hair you can do an updo you can do something that is sort of a half head wrap that interacts with your hair you can do a turban you can yes. do okay a headband um there's so many ways you can you know you could do the front knot you yeah can do the, the front knot looks so cool oh I love it
0: I find it intimidating I don't know why I've never tried
1: oh I love head wraps okay I absolutely love them to, like, I don them on me. the weekend all the time
0: yeah, like when you're running errands, yeah, yeah, and when then you throw
1: on a cute lip, throw on a head wrap, and mm-hmm. a simple outfit. And
0: that author Zadie Smith always has an amazing head wrap. Yeah,
1: Finding Paola. She um, has a company called Farmjam. And then also The rap Life are two good pages to follow on Instagram. The Wrap Life. The okay. rap Life um, and Finding Paola. Just to get inspiration about head wrap looks. Um, I also like Joey Rosado. He um, is a photographer that does a lot of beautiful black women. Um, he's called Island Boy Photographer with an okay. I. got lots of new Tons people to follow. Tons of inspiration, follow. yeah. In okay. Terms of just head wraps and sort of like Afrocentric looks. Cool, mm-hmm. okay.
0: Thanks. So being that you're new to skincare beauty all of that stuff Mm -hmm. you have really good makeup for someone who's new allegedly
1: to skincare not to cosmetics okay so so, Mm -hmm. and so
0: got it got it where do you where do you buy your makeup Mm -hmm. and how have you learned to apply it
1: yeah, so funny story. Um, I inherited a lot of my makeup, honestly, from people who work professionally in oh, nice. beauty and cosmetics. So I had a sorority sister who worked at L'Oreal for a number of years, and yeah. oh,
0: you just- were at Delta, right?
1: Aka. Oh, Aka. Oh, sorry. Cardinal sin. Cardinal sin. That's okay. My grandmother was
0: an Aka, and my mother was a Delta. Oh, interesting. And I am nothing.
1: And how did that work in the house? (laughs)
0: Um, my my grandmother pledged Aka after school. Mm. Um. And my mom went to Spelman, and she just hung out oh, with a bunch of Deltas, so she that. just, like, became a Delta. Nice. And I started to pledge at school, mm-hmm. and then I saw what was required, and I was Stanford. like, "Stanford, no, thank you. They were like, you're not going to live on campus. You can't be on social media. You can't have a life. You can't party. And I was like, mm mm-mm, mm-mm. Yeah, no, that's not cool. Yeah.
1: Um, all good, but, yeah, I mean, I love, you know, I love all my Greek sisters, yes. especially the NPHC ones. But, um, yeah, one of my sorority sisters fell gay. she worked at L'Oreal, and she would literally, she's a, um, an engineer, because we had a lot of, like, packaging engineers come through our undergrad program. Yeah. And so she became a packaging engineer there, and she would literally haul, like, suitcases full of makeup yeah. into the city. And so... For the first, like, three or four years I was into makeup, I didn't pay for amazing one mascara. Um, so I got a lot of that from her, and then from there I kind of graduated. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I am still relatively new to this, so I'll do, like, a Sephora. Um, I love the Naked Palette yes. for eyeshadow. I'm very into the matte lipsticks right now, so I do a lot of, like, color pop um i'm actually still Colour, a lost girl
0: color pop is like an instagram beauty brand right
1: it is okay yeah
0: i keep hearing about ColourPop. oh i love it and now. i'm like where do i get it and people They're are like six
1: dollar um matte liquid lipsticks
0: okay i need to yeah are you wearing it now yeah it looks Colourpop amazing the
1: liner Yeah, I have a bunch of their colors. I love it. Um, You do need coconut oil or something to get it off. Because they're drying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So definitely prime and use, like, an oil-based or um, a similar, uh, like, something to remove it because Mm -hmm. it can, like... it you kind of had to scrape it off my first couple mm. applications i was trying to figure out how to take it off but coconut oil works well okay um so yeah i'll do like a color pop lip i'm also really still into lip gloss like i never gave I lip gloss.
0: i love lip gloss, up, my, lip gloss yes. my lip gloss popping. yes
1: i gotta sleep with lip gloss on what true story what? Like, all of my friends will tell you i have been i was buying tubes of like <laughs> the secret lip gloss since high school, and so I'm glad lip gloss and, like, juicy lips are making a comeback. You
0: go to sleep with lip gloss on. yeah. Not ChapStick, not Vaseline I'm lip gloss. gloss.
1: I like the way it feels.
0: That's amazing. Yeah. That's so, amazing. So,
1: um, I love that that's making a comeback. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to get into it. I'm, like, looking for a good blush. I just got... Um, have you tried
0: NARS? NARS. In the mail?
1: Yes, NARS is phenomenal. Yeah, they have but really good NARS, blush. everything is great. Makeup Forever is great. Yeah.
0: You can afford it.
1: Um, but yeah.
0: Yeah, and you have this Glossier box I just here. I got a Glossier, like when, literally
1: coming over here, and it was at the mailbox. So I was yes. Like, Let me check it out. I What'd got you order? The, um, that was mostly skincare stuff. So I got a moisturizer, I got the uh, toner, and then I got um, a moisturizer. Did mm-hmm. I say that? Sorry, I got a cleanser, I got a toner, and then I got a moisturizer.
0: I love all of their marketing, all of their advertising. It's so rooted in real girls and the way yeah. that they. I feel like they've kind of nailed it.
1: Yeah.
0: It's going to be interesting to see if they can compete with the major beauty brands. Yes,
1: for sure.
0: (laughs) (sighs) Okay, so earlier you were talking about how the steps of skincare can be a little bit confusing. Yeah. I think that... So, do you know proactive? yeah so proactive a lot of people swear by it Mm -hmm. and there's been all of this science shown that it's not actually the products in proactive it's just the clear Mm, explanation of the steps because they're like step one wash your face step two so I think you bring up a really interesting point and if there's a beauty brand that can kind of like tap into that
1: yeah I mean that's why when I decided to start the skincare journey I started with clink Step one, step two, step three. Yeah. Because it's like, you don't know, you know, you see people posting on Instagram or YouTube about toners or your favorite night cream, but you don't really understand where in the spectrum of your skincare journey those things fall. You don't understand the weight of each product, like how important is anti-aging over a night Mm -hmm. cream, over, you know, like a toner or a moisturizer. Like, I don't know these things. Right. So, yeah, the steps are huge. Yeah. I feel like I would really appreciate just, like, a skincare starter kit. Yes. like, Here's have, what you do. <laughs> yes. I have
0: this amazing book that's not here now, but I can recommend it to you. It's basically skincare basics, but I think cleanse, mm. then you tone. So you mm-hmm. do a toner after you've washed your face with a cleanser, mm-hmm. and then a serum. Do you do a serum?
1: What, what do the serums do?
0: The serums kind of, like, lock in the moisture before you put oh. on the nighttime moisturizing like cream
1: okay exactly okay so
0: similar to what do they call it in the natural hair community the lock method
1: oil
0: oil, conditioner no not conditioner it's leave in oil and then cream cream yeah 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 Mm -hmm. so the serum on your skin is like the oil step Mm -hmm. and then you do the cream okay so but you'll you'll get there okay you'll get there okay um last question for you when do you feel the most beautiful
1: hmm good one. Um, wow. (laughs) That is a question. I feel the most beautiful when, when I think I see something new in myself that Mm. I haven't seen before. So yeah, so I don't think it's as simple as a lip or an eyeshadow right but I think it's just the fact that I can look in the mirror and like see like a pretty red that I never knew worked for my complexion and like that joy and that surprise of like this looks amazing like that feels priceless
0: I Um, love that so it's just yeah I love that (laughs) that's and you have to really look at yourself and celebrate yourself to have that moment yeah that's awesome. Well, yeah. thank you so much for coming on. It's thank been you for so great, me. great to hear from you. This is
1: phenomenal. Yes, thank I you.
0: hope you come back. Yes, I will. We, well. we can or do sure. more. As, As you do your skincare journey, yeah. we can we can check in with you. Jungle, yeah. I must be a lion or be a
1: cheater, but neither is fine. Don't want to hurt
0: my dear love of my life. Bambi, Bambi. bambi, bambi.